Yeah, so November, Mars, heavy duty, Scorpio month. This is a triple espresso month. Oy, 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 oy. Amazing. Well, you know, Ma I, I, I have to say, yes, I know my hair. I'm like, I look like Buster Brown. Where's my dog tie and my shoe? He lives in the shoe. I don't know, whatever. Here's the thing. <laughs> Mars rules blades. So I think with the intensity of Mars and Scorpio, I think my hair kind of got a little... <laughs> I don't know. I'm just rolling with it. That's all. Keep breathing and rolling. That's my best advice for this month. All right, everyone. Hello, hello. This is Erliana Samsara, Star Sound Speaks, with episode 280. So, November astrology. Yes, very intense. Let's walk through this um, month. And remember, too, yes, Mars is in his domicile. The sun's in Scorpio. Mars is in Scorpio. A lot of intensity, a lot of passions, a lot of drive. Yes, we we have seen violence, unfortunately. Um, so I just want to, you know, preempt everything and remind everyone this is definitely a month where we have to keep our center, breathe, and stay centered with all this intense energy going on. All right, I'm going to tell you exactly all the details. So what you need to know. So we've got we've yes, I know we just finished eclipse season. And we'll we'll have our in the middle of the month we'll have our new moon the first one that's not an eclipse so that's always nice but I wish I could say yeah you know it's like gentle waters well it's not not when Mars is in Scorpio so we're kind of settling in and you have to remember too Mars is translating each point from the solar eclipses and the lunar eclipses that have happened since November of 2021 so if you're feeling like all these issues and things that came up in the last well, really two years, um, this is now the time where it's time for action. It's time to, you know, kick it to the curb. Like Mars is like, get it done, move forward, throw that trash out. Um, those relationships that were old and stagnant or any part of your life that was stagnant and was experiencing all this heavy duty, um, stagnant energy, it's like time to, to bust free and move. So let's start with... Um, yeah, our, our triple strength espresso month. All right. So we start today, the 2nd of November, and tomorrow, the 3rd, the sun is in an opposition to Jupiter, Jupiter in Taurus. So, you know, that's a good time for like asking. I mean, Jupiter is always about the big ask, right? The big, big Jupiter, generous, benevolent Jupiter. Yes, Jupiter's retrograde right now. So the benevolence and the, and the wealth and are really more of insights into these things because it's more on the internal planes. It's not till December 30th that that December that December that Jupiter will get out of his move out of retrograde. Um, but anyway, it is still a good time that the Sun in Scorpio opposing Jupiter in Taurus. It's a good time for asking big. Um, you know, Saturn is also um, this at this you know at the same time um, we're going to have on the fourth a day later. We're going to have a Saturn, the big, big news of the month. Saturn is, after several months, retrograde is stationing direct at zero degrees of Pisces. So this is where we see so much unraveling with the, certainly in Congress, the Speaker of the House, one of many, many examples of this unraveling of, of um, you know, government and society and infrastructure is this dissolution. It's like where we find a, a lot of deception and fraud and uncertainty and, and confusion. And so now it is 
the last several months have been an opportunity for us to really look and see what what is my reality structure like and is it really fit for me for the next you know 30 years saturn won't be back in this sign for 30 years so we're we plan for the long range when we look at saturn transits and we have to be wise and patient and we're looking at where, you know, hopefully we've used these months, these last few months to really see the structure of our reality and, you know, how fit is it and does it really fit with our dreams and our hopes and wishes and dreams, Pisces. So um, I would say, too, you know, what kind of boundaries do we need to um, with the sun in opposition with Jupiter? You know, like Jupiter can go crazy, you know, so <laughs> it's being astute and maybe looking at boundaries. Uh, on the fourth, Mercury um, is e rises as an evening star. He's finally out of the beams of the sun. So he's at 20 Scorpio on the fourth. And we haven't seen Mercury visibly since October 8th. That's when he disappeared under the beams. It's too bright. You know, when you're under the beams of the sun, you can't see yourself, right? It's like you can't see him in the sky. Well, now he's back out. And so what that might mean, Mercury being connected with communication, and information and data that maybe there's some data and new data that comes to light. And I would think too, with Scorpio, it could be, you know, of a, things of a criminal nature, a criminality and, and secrets and money and other people's money and documents and documentation and things. So things might come to the surface that maybe we're feeling befuddled or confused or not available now become available. Some kind of uncovering of, of uh, important information. Um, on the third and the fourth, so we've got Venus then moves into a, an opposition with Neptune. So Venus is in Virgo, not an easy sign for Virgo uh, or for Venus. Um, but so there could be some confusion, especially like in relationships, there might be some confusion or some uh, deception going on. So that opposition is like this uncertainty that has to, we have to integrate um, and be honest, be honest with ourselves and be discerning, right? Venus and Virgo is always going to demand discernment in relationships. And it's up against this deception that is, um, has to be integrated and really examined carefully. Um, but good news is on the 6th and 7th, Venus will then trine, will move into a trine, a very positive aspect with Pluto and Capricorn. So now the focus, now we can get to the bottom of things where there had been that uncertainty with, with Neptune, now with Pluto revealing dark, heavy duty agendas, could be about a government or authority figures or bosses, things of that nature. So turning a discerning eye and looking at what's there so that we can transform it. We can get to the bottom of things. In order to transform it, you got to know, you got to get your data. You know, Venus and Virgo is like getting the data, getting to the bottom of things. And then on the 8th, November 8th, uh, Venus will finally be out of this difficult um, place in, in, in fall in Virgo. <clears throat> and it will, she'll move into her home, one of her home signs, Libra. So it's a lot easier. She's more, she's more comfortable in Libra. It's about peace, justice, equality, less critical. So there's an ease there. Now she is the South Node ruler for the next year and a half. So South node is about a decrease or a loss or um, so that you what might be experienced is this this notion of loss or leaving behind agreements and and clients and agreements and things and loyalties that don't serve us any longer. 
And so uh, that is something that we want to look at, you know, certainly um, as she gets later in the month, she'll be conjunct the south node. But right now, no, early in the month, it's just new, new back in these in her home sign. Okay, September. Um, sorry, September. Where am I? What am I talking about? It's this haircut, I'm telling you. Um, all right, so the November 6th and 7th, uh, Venus, um, sorry, November 10th, middle of the month, Mercury enters Sag. So Mercury is going to leave Scorpio and where we've had some very intense, probably biting confrontations. And as we've seen, unfortunately, with the situation in the Middle East, some real heavy duty violence and and people moving be out of fear of death you know they had the the the, the um, refugees moving into egypt you know getting the people out of gaza and and things of that nature now with mercury in sag it's mercury's not it's not his best place in sag so i would say you know shifting into our own personal transformation Mercury and Sag can be a real stream of consciousness, you know, um, the, and, and the thing is he likes data and facts and things. Well, the big picture of Sag, you know, the big for, for being the judge, the judge, the king, the wisdom of Solomon, you know, it's like, it's a big mantle for Mercury and it's probably a little overwhelming. So it might be difficult, but it's the, the challenge here is to think big thoughts, think big, challenge yourself, um, this is like, you know, it, it, we might experience ourselves or people just endless stream of consciousness. So uh, there's this little caveat I learned when I'm I'm learning about YouTube shorts and things. And I love it. And it applies to this Mercury in uh, transit through Sagittarius. Be brief, be bright, be fun, and be done. <laughs> That's our mantra. That's what we want to stick to. It's not going to be easy. You know, hell no with Mercury and Sag, but we got to try, right? Make a YouTube shorts challenge. Make it brief. <laughs> I'm trying to make these things brief. I'm, I'm, it's, it's really want to get these things down faster, faster, right? All right. So, um, yes, you think big picture, but the challenge is to use a detailed approach to thinking with the big picture. Okay, um, Mercury then is going to square, as soon as he enters Sag, he's going to square Saturn, zero Pisces. So that could be, you know, we could have some weather challenges, travel challenges, travel challenges around water. You want to practice like water safety if you're traveling by water. Um, there could be Mercury rules the weather, so we could have some major storms or some, some um, challenging storms that restrict us uh, regarding water, <clears throat> Pisces, oceans, and just generally speaking, um, things of that nature. So uh, also in the realm of learning, you know, learning and movement, moving around and moving through neighborhoods or just general transportation, learning, discussion, sharing, exploration can be very challenging when, when we, with that square with Saturn. So it's probably saying, you know, like, let's put an element of maturity and discipline and focus into how we move and what we say. Okay, then we end up in the middle of the month the 12th we have the new moon in scorpio and yes it will be intense yes like triple spring i don't know why i keep coming up with espresso triple strength espresso it's it's dark like scorpio it's dark deep roasted coffee <laughs> burned in the underworld it's intense because we got sun moon and mars mars is in domicile the sun and the moon and mars are all conjunct and mars is opposing uranus 
And of course, there's that Jupiter-Uranus, even though they're not conjunct till next year, we still feel those energies. First, it'll oppose Jupiter, then, then he'll oppose Uranus. That's a lot of volatility. Anytime you have a, a, a square opposition with um, and, or conjunction square opposition between Mars and Uranus, that can often be accidents. So be careful, be very careful how you move in the world, how you drive. Just take really good care. Just, you know, always good advice. A lot of volatility, sudden, out of nowhere changes and things. Um, I would say, too, in terms of, I'm a peacenik, you know, it's like, what if we stopped arguing? What if we put down our guns and our arguments and the people who are warring in the Middle East and wherever else on the planet? My prayer is to just let go, uh, allow ourselves to have some really deep, penetrating uh, taking action that has to forward transformation. And it might involve having some really big, broad, deep conversations with Mercury and Sag about truth, about one's truth. But this is to uh, assert, you know, to bring us to some, there, we're at such a tipping point. By the way, I, I interviewed SJ today and it was really, really amazing. We went, we found things that we like, neither of us planned on <laughs> going into it. It's, it's always Fun like that when you when you have those experiences but anyway i just wanted to say yes look for that video and and such oh and by the way little commercial for me here i do hellenistic astrology blended with modern archetype and i use whole sign houses and i am available for consultations single short medium long um, goldilocks right we got everything for you so you can just check it out at starsoundastrology.com all right, so middle of the month, the 13th, 14th, the sun is going to be in that opposition, like I said, first Jupiter, now Uranus. Then on the 18th of the month, so right, you know, about a week before Thanksgiving, uh, the sun and Mars are going to come into a Kazemi. That means Mars is in the throne room of the sun. So this, he's, he's going to get a download here. It's like, sit down, son. I want to tell you, let's talk about fighting. Let's talk about being intuitive. Let's talk about being strategic with our energies um, and there's this purification process. It's like an alchemy purification when, when we enter into the room of the sun, you know, it's a lot of, a lot of power, a lot of potential. Just keep leaning in this month to the potential to transform. When we have that difficulty, they talk in the Kabbalah about that, that a, a breakdown is actually the beginning of some of a huge healing. So breakdown to breakthrough. So if something's breaking down, it means, I remember him saying, it means that it, there's light waiting to be revealed. So remember the Scorpios with the underworld, but when we when we grapple with and, and be willing to engage in sometimes scary conversations and scary situations, there is this huge potential to renew and, and regenerate like the Phoenix from the ashes, the true Scorpio. Scorpio is the eagle as well as the scorpion. So... That's my little pep talk for today. All right. So um, the 16th to the 18th, Mars and the Sun in Scorpio are going to trine Neptune and Pisces. So that trine may be, maybe there's some compassion that's in that equation there with Neptune in, in its, has been in its domicile in Pisces for many years. And when Mars and the Sun meeting up there, hopefully, you know, I would like to think that that's a softening of these intense Mars energies. And that'll be around the 16th to the 18th. 
uh, forgiveness is always a, you know, and creative, I would say, you know, a creative solution that involves compassion and, um, and to, but to be very ascertaining about what's real, like not to kid ourselves either with Neptune and Pisces, there could be some fraud or deception or us not willing to see things as they really are. So there's this opportunity to, you know, get some, um, use it for its highest purpose of divine grace and assistance uh, with these things of this nature um but just just to be aware with neptune and pisces you always gotta you know got the honesty factor okay uh the 23rd is uh thanksgiving so for thanksgiving we have the sun entering sag as it always does around that that uh, third week of the month so sag jupiter um is immediately gonna as soon as the sun enters just like mercury entering sag uh, Mercury entering Sagittarius squaring Saturn. Well, now the sun is going to square Saturn. So those are both Jupiter ruled. So there's a lot of Jupiterian big ideas, big, big, you know, plans, uh, beliefs and justice could be challenged with the square. So um, again, you know, there's some action that needs to be taken. There's some light, the luminary, the sun, the light of truth, of justice, higher wisdom. Uh, squaring Saturn in Pisces, where it where things have been denied or challenged, or, and uh, regarding what is the truth, with that deception and hiding out, things of that nature. So just to be aware that that is um, that's going to be going on around Thanksgiving weekend. Can you imagine the the dinner table? Um, but I also have to say too, I would just offer you a health tip here. This from the end of the month. At that time, Sun Square Saturn can all can be very um, debilitating to our health, especially with a, a hard transit like that to Saturn. Um, I would say, you know, it can suppress, you know, this feeling of I can do anything with Sun and Sag. Let's go for it, you know. Let's be optimistic. But it's like mm, Saturn's a reality check. So I would say, be really take it easy, get a lot of rest, be careful with your health your vigor and your vitality might be a little challenged during that time anyway, right? I mean, of course you've got, you know, if you're cooking dinner for all of your family and all that and travel, you know, it's very hard on the body to be, you know, stuck in airports or just the, the, the whole thing about traveling and cooking and preparing and family dynamics and, you know, all that stuff can, can really uh, put a damper on things. So just to be Give yourself a lot of space and um, take good care of yourself. Um, we're going to finish out by saying the 24th to the 27th, we have Mars and Sagittarius squaring. So Mars is going to come along and square Saturn and Pisces. So that could be a, a you know, there's over the <laughs> the weekend of Thanksgiving, you know, your, what is your religious beliefs? You might try not to argue at the table about your, you know, who's right and who's wrong, right? That's we can get a little right wrongish with set, kind of a spiritual arrogance there that could be taking place. So we have to really check ourselves, check our head at the door. Mars rules the head. So come from our heart. Squaring Saturn is demanding that we have some, you know, bring some room around to those conversations, especially with religious beliefs. Um, does this embody my truth? We might be on a soul quest and find maybe the the beliefs that we had or don't really fit us anymore. So that could be a, a place where we discover some uh, insights and, and get some insights. Uh, maybe it's a conflict of beliefs. 
on the 25th, November 25th, Mercury is going to enter its shadow. Can you believe we're already starting another Mercury retrograde season? It's not going to go to uh, retrograde until December 13th, but it is going to enter the shadow at 22 degrees of Sag. So I, I always feel it. It's a little slight thing. And it depends where you have 22 Sag in your chart. If it's going to uh, affect you, I will just give you a little heads up for next month. It'll retrograde at eight degrees of Capricorn and go back to 22 Sag and it will go direct on New Year's Day, believe it or not. So yes, for the Christmas season, we have this Mercury retrograde. So we have to be extra patient and careful uh, with, of course, our travel plans and with all of the various, well, I would say, you know, electrical equipment and all, do your backups, get all that done. I'd even get it done before the shadow, but certainly before the middle of December, you wanna get that done. I also think about Black Friday weekend Hey, if Mercury's entering shadow that Saturday, it's like maybe maybe that's not, I mean, it's not too bad. It's not really intense until you get right up on the, I'd say the 10th to the 13th of December. Those, those and then the few days after, those are always the hardest part of a retrograde, just as it's making that turn. And then just as it's making that turn to go direct. So just to be careful, just to be aware but you might want to think about that in terms of buying equipment and Cyber Monday and, you know, all that good stuff. And then the end of the month, the last thing we have is our full moon in Gemini. And that's going to be on the 27th of November uh, to, to round out the month. And um, that should be, uh, let me see, I'm going to pull up this. Uh, yeah, full moon in Gemini. And let me go pull this back to there, the new moon, and then the full moon. November 27th, it's a Monday, it will be, um, Mars will be conjunct the sun within two degrees of the sun, um, still, you know, pretty close under the beams of the sun, so it's combust, and it's in opposition to um, the, you know, again, you know, fighting for one's beliefs and belief systems and the need to be right. And, and, but the crisis point being, Hey, you know what, how about if we listen Gemini about listening to others and being open and curious to other, other person, people's points of view. So that's certainly something that could come up for the, um, that full moon in Gemini. All right. I think that's it. That's all I got for you today. I hope you've enjoyed this. And as always, we love hearing from you. Yay. And I wore this pink, especially because it is going to be an intense month as we've already been feeling. And so I thought, okay, well, let me just wear like a cheerful color so we can just, and look, you didn't get your hair cut like Buster Brown. So, you know, there are things to be grateful for. <laughs> I can't let this one, or a Dutch girl. And I was one or the other. I don't know. Anyway, whatever. I hope <laughs> just keep laughing. <laughs> and uh, I will see you very soon. See you next time. Okay, everybody. This is Irliana Samsara, Star Sound Speaks, starsoundastrology.com. Namaste.